Yo, what is going on, Cover 7 family? Welcome back to yet again another preview episode here on the Cover 7 with Mason Pierce podcast. And guys, in today's episode, we're going to be looking at all of our games we've got going on here in the divisional round of the 2022 NFL season. And we've got some pretty good matchups on Saturday. We've got the Jaguars and Chiefs in the early slate. And then at the night game, we got Daniel Jones and the Giants taking on Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles up in Philly. And then on Sunday, we have an old-school rivalry renewed after last year's wildcard game in which the 49ers upset the Cowboys down there in AT&T Stadium. The Cowboys, they're now headed back to San Francisco to take on Brock Purdy and the San Francisco 49ers. And then the final actually reverse that the first game that we have is Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals going out to Orchard Park to take on Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills and then our final game that we have on Sunday is the Cowboys and 49ers so this won't be a long preview episode like we normally have that are normally like 20 to 30 minutes I'd probably say today's episode is going to be about 10 to 15 minutes at the very most depending on how much I end up talking so guys make sure you sit back relax grab your coffee grab some popcorn grab a snack grab a Red Bull whatever you're feeling like make sure you grab something and you know let's get ready to talk some football so but before we do all that like we always do I gotta ask y'all please make sure that you know if you are enjoying the episodes you're enjoying the podcast you know you seem to keep finding yourself coming back each and every single episode which i hope y'all do man because seriously i love being able to you know find new you know new members to the community please make sure that you hit the notification bell you like the podcast, you rate it, you share it, you tell anybody and everybody so that we can continue to build a great community here on the Cover 7 podcast. So guys, like I always say, I don't want to waste y'all's time. I don't want to waste my time either. So now let's get so now let's get to talking some NFL football, most specifically some NFL playoff football. And the first game to kick us off here in the divisional round weekend, we're gonna go to Saturday. We don't have any Thursday or Monday night games, so it's actually going to be a you know weekend slate of games. And the first one we have at 3:30 p.m. Central Time on NBC, which is kind of weird having an NBC game during the day because normally NBC always has Sunday night football or Saturday night football in some cases. But um, anyway, we're going to have Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars fresh off of a 27-0 comeback win against Justin Herbert and the Chargers last weekend, taking on Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead Stadium. And man, what a tough road game this is going to be for the Jaguars. And... Don't get it twisted. Trevor Lawrence, who had a great second half against the Jacksonville Jaguars, the type of type of bounce back you want to see from a quarterback like Trevor Lawrence, especially with how horrific that first half was, you know, through three interceptions in the first quarter, two of which went to Asante Samuel Jr., the son of former NFL great Asante Samuel, and then in the second quarter gave another one to Asante Samuel, who had an historic day in and of himself, right? Had three interceptions, something that I don't think had ever been done in NFL history or at least hadn't been done in years, but regardless, the offense was clicking on all cylinders in the second half. Trevor Lawrence to Zay Jones, Trevor Lawrence to Christian Kirk, Travis Etienne. You know, they were all doing their thing. The defense was doing their thing, stopping Justin Herbert, stopping Austin Eckler. So, you know, they were able to rebound in the second half, but you're not going to be able to get away with as much, especially now that you're going to be on the road in a playoff atmosphere at Arrowhead Stadium, which is one of the loudest stadiums in North America. So definitely, this is not going to be an easy game for a young quarterback like Trevor Lawrence. Sorry, guys, I just dropped my pen on my table. But um, 
So in this game between the Chiefs and Jaguars, the biggest difference is how well the Jaguars start this game, right? Because obviously if Trevor Lawrence has another two or two or even three interception, you know, first half to start the game, I think with the Chiefs and how good of a team that they do have and how good their defense is, they're not going to be as as lenient when it comes to you know letting you know letting a lot of cheap stuff up like the Chargers were, and there's no shot to the Chargers defense because they're a really solid unit. But obviously the Chiefs are not a team that you want to give an early lead to, especially when they have arguably one of the top quarterbacks in the league and Patrick Mahomes on the offensive side of the football. And you know for the Jaguars defense, the biggest thing you got to do is stop the air raid connection between Patrick Mahomes. And Travis Kelsey. If you're able to do that, that'll at least make your life a little bit easier. But don't forget, they still have Juju Smith-Schuster. They still have guys like McCole Hardman, Isaiah Pacheco, who's really emerged as one of the top weapons for this Chiefs offense these past few weeks. And they're coming off of a bye week, obviously, because they got the number one seed in the AFC. So definitely is a game that the Jaguars, I just really don't think they're going to have a clear path to a victory. I think they may be able to keep it close. But in terms of being able to go on the road at Arrowhead Stadium and get a win, I just don't really see it happening. Now, I could be wrong. History may repeat itself because, well, about five years ago, we saw the Jaguars go into Pittsburgh to take on Ben Roethlisberger and the Killer Bees, which was ben, Big Ben. You had Antonio Brown. You had Le'Veon Bell, you know, who were all in their really primes, you know, at least for Antonio Brown and, and Le'Veon Bell. And they were able to pull out the win, right, behind a really great you know, great defensive performance. And maybe history repeats itself. I don't know. But in terms of who I'm going to pick to you know, win this game, I've got to go with Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs because I think they have a lot they want to prove, especially Patrick Mahomes in terms of, well, when they traded away Tyreek Hill, you know, Patrick Mahomes, what's going to happen with him, what's going to happen with this Chiefs offense because they're losing their top target, which they've already proven this year, you know, having a 14-3 and regular season record and having one of the top offenses in the league. I mean, heck, Patrick Mahomes is throwing for, for over 5,000 yards just in the regular season. So he's been doing his thing. I think he's going to have another great game against this Jaguars team. So give me the Chiefs over the Jacksonville Jaguars in our first divisional matchup. And then – on Saturday night football and what should be one of the best games of the weekend at 7.15 p.m. Central Time on Fox. We have Daniel Jones and the New York Giants who are coming off a great win against Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings last weekend and a game in which, yes, I mean, I knew a lot of people were already calling them, you know, putting them on the upset alert for the Minnesota Vikings, which I was stupid enough to pick the Vikings in the first place knowing that Kirk Cousins darn well does not show up when it comes to primetime games. But anyway, you have the Giants going on the road and taking on the number one seed in the NFC, the Philadelphia Eagles, who are having an amazing season. Oh, man. Uh, let's see here. Well, in terms of upset factor, I think the Eagles definitely need to watch themselves because the last time that – not the last time they are on primetime, but I think either one of the few times they've been on primetime this year so far – you know, when they played the Washington Commanders on Monday Night Football game in which nobody had, you know, the, the Commanders having any chance of beating the, at the time, the unbeaten Eagles, who are also one of their NFC East rivals, they were able to get a win. And obviously this Giants team is a lot better than that. They're a lot more healthy now. Daniel Jones is playing absolutely out of his mind, arguably the best football of his career so far. Had a great day running the football last week, threw the football really good as well. Guys like Isaiah Hodgins stepped up, Darius Slayton stepped up. I know he had that one critical drop, which would have effectively ended the game, but still, he had a pretty good game. 
Obviously, you can't forget about a guy like Saquon Barkley, who's finally back at 100% and playing some of the best football of his career. So this New York Giants team is definitely a team that I don't think Philadelphia needs to take very easily. Obviously, the defense has been pretty decent. Their pass rush with Kayvon Thibodeau, Leonard Williams, Dexter Lawrence, they were absolutely getting to Kirk Cousins and stopping the run of the Minnesota Vikings pretty well last week. And then on the flip side, you've got Jalen Hurts and one of the top passing offenses in the league with guys like Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown, who was an absolute fleece of a trade that they got from the Tennessee Titans back on draft night. So in this game between these two NFC East rivals, it's really hard for me to want to not pick, you know, not you know, not go with the upset, have, you know, the Giants have a Cinderella season under first-year head coach Brian Dable, but we've got to be realistic. They're going on a road, they're going to Philly, and obviously New York and Philly, they hate each other's guts almost equally as, you know, how much Dallas hates Philly as well, so... I just, oh man, I really, I really want to go with the Giants because I would love to see the upset. I would love to see the upset, right? Jalen Hurts having, you know, having a potential MVP season. Devontae Smith, AJ Brown, arguably the top wide receiver duo in the, you know, in the league. Their defense has been one of the better, you know, better defenses in the league as well, behind guys like Darius Slayton, their defensive line. But I mean. I've got to, you know, I've got to go with my gut, and I've got to go with the Eagles. I think they're going to find a way. I definitely do not think it'll be a very, you know, very um, separated game, right? I think it's going to be very close. Probably leads are going to go back and forth, back and forth. But I think towards the end of the game, I think the Eagles, because they are a little bit more well-rested, you know, having that bye week in the wild card round, I think they should be able to get the win over the New York Giants. So give me Jalen Hurts and the Eagles over the Giants to wrap up Saturday's games. And now that leads us to Sunday, all right, our final day of divisional round games. And the first one that we do have, which it's not the 49ers and Cowboys. I'm sorry, I have the Cowboys favorited, so it showed at the top of my list. But the first game that we're going to have on Sunday, a game in which did not get played in the regular season due to, unfortunately, DeMar Hamlin suffering that very scary injury on Monday Night Football, we have the rematch between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Buffalo Bills, a game in which we all were looking forward to, obviously, for really good reasons. It did not get played, but now they're meeting again in the playoffs. But this time, it's going to be a little bit different. It's not going to be played in Cincinnati. It's going to be played up in Buffalo, which could you know, have a pretty big impact on the Bengals because, well, to be frank, it's never easy to play up in Buffalo during this time of the year with the weather and everything like that. Now, as of me recording this, this episode, I do not know if it's going to be snowing. I do not know if it's going to be any type of harsh weather. I just know it's probably going to be frigid cold, and I would imagine that, and obviously Cincinnati's pretty cold too. I mean, I'm not I'm not that dumb, but I do know that that, New, that West New York, you know, cold is no joke. And obviously Josh Allen and the Bills, they are very much adapted to that weather. But the Bills looked a lot more, you know, and you could also say the same thing about the, um, about the Bengals as well, but the Bills offense looked a lot more, what's the word? Looked a lot more mortal last week against the Dolphins' defense. Josh Allen, who, and I don't know why it doesn't really get talked about as much, he's had a lot of turnover issues this year. Whether it's been, you know, throwing interceptions or fumbling the ball, he had two interceptions last week. Also had a fumble against the Dolphins, you know, not one of his best games by any means, but... Having guys like Stephon Diggs, having guys like Gabriel Davis, who both had over 110 receiving yards apiece, and then the run game with James Cook and Devin Singletary continued to be really well for them. Their defense, which despite you know losing Von Miller, 
really hasn't skipped a beat. The secondary's still done really well with guys like Tredavious White. You know, linebacker room still been really good with guys like Matt Milano, Terrell Edmonds. And then, you know, for the flip side, the other team we got going on in this game, we got the Cincinnati Bengals who are coming off an extremely close game against the Baltimore Ravens, a team in which they should have probably blown out, to be fair, right? You know, the Ravens didn't have Lamar Jackson. Tyler Huntley really did not look that good. You know, nothing against the guy, but really did not look that good in that game. The defense played phenomenal for the Ravens, but the offense was absolutely horrible. The Bengals' defense did look good. You know, Sam Hubbard had that long fumble recovery for a touchdown, but the offense definitely took them a little bit to get going, but when they finally got going, they started to kind of show glimpses of what they've shown the entire season. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase haven't skipped a beat, but, um, you know, in this game between these two teams, I think the Bills, man, they just have a little bit more of a, you know, a little bit more of an edge, obviously, with DeMar, and obviously, too, the way that they performed in the wild card round, and I think they're going to have, they're going to have a lot that they want to prove, especially for the fact that, hey, we could potentially get a rematch against the Kansas City Chiefs, which will actually be played down in Atlanta because of, you know, the game being canceled and everything like that. It'll be played down in Atlanta if they do win, so that should be a pretty exciting matchup between those two teams if the Bills win, and I have them winning, so... Give me the Bills over the Cincinnati Bengals. And now finally, guys, we're coming to our final game of the divisional round, a game in which it's definitely going to be an interesting one to say the very least because if the Cowboys are fully healthy, which they did kind of suffer a few guys got a little bit banged up against the Bucks. this should be one definitely for the ages. As at 5.30 p.m. Central Time on Fox, we have Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys, in which Dak's coming off a career career game against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, throwing for over four passing touchdowns. Also had one rushing touchdown as well. I think had under 10 incompletions in the game. You know, really looked good. Really looked like the Dak Prescott that's getting paid, you know, all that money by Jerry Jones. The defense was phenomenal. Micah Parsons, Dorrance Armstrong, Jaron Curse. You know, they all looked really good in that win over Tom Brady and the Bucs. But now they're going on the road. They're going in a very hostile environment, taking on Brock Purdy and the San Francisco 49ers, in which we saw Brock Purdy, a young rookie, a young rookie out of Iowa State, who I, you know, had the pleasure to watch all four years of his uh, of his collegiate career, and he definitely gave my Horn Frogs, he definitely gave them some struggles during his time at Iowa State. Him and Brees Hall, so. I'm very familiar with this guy. He's always been able to, he's, he's always had the arm talent. That's never been a question. He's always had great leadership, which shows the team really, at least in terms of the 49ers, has really bonded around him, really bought into what he's bringing to them. And it showed last week against the Seattle Seahawks, in which they had a strong fourth quarter and second half, and they really separated themselves against the Seahawks and were able to get a pretty easy win against that Seahawks team. And now they're going up against a way better defense, in my opinion, a little bit better of an offense with guys like Dak Prescott, CeeDee Lamb, Dalton Schultz, Michael Gallup, Ezekiel Elliott, and Tony Pollard, the two-headed you know, backfield. So this game definitely is going to be one that's going to be really interesting, but I think it's going to have a lot to do with can the Cowboys defense really stop this high-powering offense of the 49ers because you know, Brock Purdy didn't skip a beat whatsoever. Him and George Kittle were connecting really well. Him and Debo Samuel were connecting really well. Him and Brandon Ayuk were connecting really well. So the Cowboys secondary, guys like Trayvon Diggs, Jaron Curse, they're going to have to step up, especially Xavier Rhodes, who literally got elevated from the practice squad of the day of the game that they played against Tampa Bay. So a lot of those secondary guys are going to have to step up in this game if they want any chance against the 49ers and 
I, I, as much as I love my Cowboys, and hopefully I can use this as a kind of like a kind of like a uh, like a reverse effect. You know what I'm saying? Because I picked the Bucks over the Cowboys. I'm gonna go with the 49ers, and you know, not obviously not just for that reason, but I do I do like what I've seen from Brock Purdy so far. You know, another seventh round pick quarterback who takes over for a veteran quarterback after he gets injured. Not saying it's the same scenario, but it's definitely looking a little bit familiar. But in this game, I've got to go with the 49ers. Their defense has looked pretty well. The offense has been phenomenal with Brock Purdy in it. So give me the 49ers over the Cowboys to to wrap up. I'm gonna say the kickoff to wrap up the 2022 divisional round in the playoffs. So guys, thank you so much for tuning in to today's preview. I knew it was a little bit more of a shorter episode. I apologize, but obviously we only have four games to talk about. Next week's going to be even shorter because we're only going to have two. But um, anyways, y'all, once again, if you did enjoy the episode, make sure you like it. Make sure you turn on the bell and everything like that so you can be able to keep up to date with anything and everything NFL and college football related here on the Cover 7 podcast. So guys, Thank you so much for all the support. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I will catch y'all back here on Monday. I'll catch y'all back here on Monday. I was trying to think of it in my head. I'll catch y'all back here on Monday as we'll have a recap of all the divisional games. So, guys, see you then and have a blessed week and weekend.